Yeah, good morning, everyone. <laughs> I'm John Schmidt, and I'm technically challenged. Anyway, uh, I'm the senior pastor here, and if you don't turn on the microphone, it just doesn't work. That's a funny thing. Those poor guys back there have to put up with that all the time. Uh, today, we're going to talk about living with no regrets. And so I regret not turning on my microphone sooner, but we'll get past it. Uh, that would be a small thing. But some of us, if we don't learn this next year, we can regret it. I mean, if I didn't learn anything, my goodness, this is a whole year in front of me. And I was talking to somebody the other day, what's your new series, this no regrets thing? I said, well, we're talking about resolutions for the year. And they go, well, the year's already started. It's too late for that. And I go, no, 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 we're only two weeks in. We still have 96% of the year remaining. I mean, 96% left. And for those of you who just got out your phone, it's 95.89. Okay, there we go. I round it up, all right? Some of you were doing that right now. Okay, it's 96% of the year is remaining. Well, why would I waste it? If I can make some resolutions that help me have the best year ever, I want to make them. We talked about the last couple of weeks about being, uh, investing in relationships. We talked about how to live with setting some important goals in mind to not waste the year. Today, I want to talk to you about the importance of learning. If there are some things that we could learn this year that would change us for the rest of our lives... Well, why wouldn't we do that? And today, I'm going to give us some good resolutions. So we will. You're going to love this message. Let's have a word of prayer. We're going to jump right in. Lord, I thank you for the new year. I thank you for a beautiful morning. I thank you for the opportunity we have to study your word together. I pray that you will speak and move me out of the way so we can learn this year with no regrets. I pray these things in the name of Christ Jesus. Amen. If you need a pen, uh, please raise your hand. If you didn't get a pen on the way in and you want to take some notes, ushers will bring one to you. Point A, God wants us to learn this year. Uh, it is so true. God wants us to learn. I didn't even know where to start. I just kind of did a grab bag here, some verses that I would pick regarding learning. I could have picked dozens more. Learning is so much a part of the Christian life. Uh, God wants us to learn. Uh, here's an Old Testament reference, Proverbs 4. My children, listen to what your father correct, Listen when your father corrects you. Pay attention and learn. Learn good judgment, for I am giving you good guidance. Don't turn away from my instructions, for I too was once my father's son, tenderly loved as my mother's only child. My father taught me, take my words to heart, follow my commands, and you will live. Get wisdom, develop good judgment. Don't forget my words or turn away from them. And all of us would agree if we're parents, oh, man, that's what we want. We want our kids to listen to us so we can give them good advice so they don't have to pay the stupid tax twice. I already paid it. Don't you pay it. And as a dad, I want my kids to learn from me. Well, when do we outgrow that part about developing good judgment and learning? Well, we never do. Uh, here's another reference, Matthew eleven twenty nine. Take my yoke upon you. Learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Who said that? Jesus. We're supposed to come to him when we're weary and we're heavy laden. Come to him. I mean, this is what's so marvelous about coming to Christ. I mean, the Holy Spirit comes, God places the Holy Spirit inside of us to change us, advise us, help us grow, and help us learn. Why would we turn that away? I need rest for my soul. I want to have peace in my heart. It's possible through Jesus, but I've got to be willing to learn. Our people must learn to do good. This is Titus 3, Paul writing to Titus. He said, our people must learn to do good by meeting the urgent needs of others. Then they will not be unproductive. I mean, learning isn't just about books. 
involved in books and reading or listening to a lecture or whatever else it might be, a lot of learning comes when we put things into practice. I got to learn to do good. I got to learn to be patient. I got to learn to keep going. So do you. There's things this year that God wants to teach us if we're willing to learn. Intelligent people are always ready to learn. Their ears are open for knowledge, Proverbs 18, 15. So are you saying that I'm not intelligent if, I don't, if I'm not willing to learn? No, I'm saying the Bible says you're not intelligent if you're not willing to learn. <laughs> right there. And that's true, isn't it? How intelligent am I if I go around telling people I know everything? Well, you don't know how arrogant you sound. I mean, that's just wrong. Intelligent people always know they don't know everything. In fact, the wiser you are, the more you know what you don't know. Instruct the wise, and they'll be even wiser. Proverbs 9.9 9 says more of the same. Teach the righteous, and they will learn even more. This is what's so great about being in a relationship with our almighty, all-knowing, all-powerful God. We can never stop learning about him. It'd be like trying to drink the Atlantic Ocean. You'll never run out. We will study God's mind and his thoughts and his ways for eternity, and it's like we've never begun. And so this is a year that God wants us to learn. I remember my dad, when he was teaching me to drive a tractor, I grew up on a farm in Kansas, and had just a, a small little tractor, and um, he had a little drag harrow. It was a little harrow that would work the soil that I would pull behind the tractor, and he would teach me how to drive it, and he said, now, you have to be careful when you work this field here. He'd give me a real simple field to work on. And I need you to learn, I need you to learn how to make these turns. Don't turn too tight or else it'll uh, it was pulled by a chain. It could wrap around the wheel and bend the whole thing up. And so you've got to be careful. Pay attention when you're doing this. You, you can do this. You can learn this. So I was out there one day and working by myself. The first time he did it by myself. And, of course, I turned too tight, bent the whole thing up. And we had to come back and straighten it out. And he said, now, look, I'm going to show you this again, but you need to learn this. God gave you a brain, use it. Did anybody else have parents that said things like that? Yeah. Okay. My parents said that. God gave you a brain, use it. You know what I would remind us of this morning? God gave you a brain, use it. Or how about if I turned it personally? God gave me a brain, and this year I'm going to use it. What if we said that? Let's say it together. God gave me a brain, and this year I'm going to use it. Now, that's a darn good resolution. Because, look, this brings point two. There are four regrets about learning we can avoid this year. If I don't use it, I'm going to be filled with regret. What does regret look like? Proverbs 5.12, where Solomon was giving advice, and he said, if you don't listen to my advice about, in this case, was staying away from immoral women, here's what you'll say at the end of, the, end of your life. You'll say, oh, how I hated discipline. If only I had not ignored all the warnings Oh, why didn't I listen to my teachers? Why didn't I pay attention to my instructors? Why didn't I learn? God gave me a brain. I want to use it. But if I won't learn, that's where I'm headed. Four regrets we want to avoid. One, I, want to reg- I will regret, or we will regret learning nothing. I mean, if all we have to show for next year, all of 2017, where we got 96% of it left, all we have to show for it is binge-watching Game of Thrones, that's all I've got. I can do better than that. We'll regret learning false or wrong things. We'll regret not using what we've learned. 
We'll regret not passing on what we've learned. I don't want to learn false things. I don't want to learn wrong things. I want to learn important things. I want to pass on what I've learned too. If I don't, I'm going to regret it. I didn't, I didn't use a year to do anything. That's regret. Oh, if I'd have just listened. Why didn't I pay attention? Why didn't I use a year? I could have been so much further ahead. Do you know that God has plans for you and me? And one of the plans he has is for us to learn so we can take our relationship with him to a whole new level so we can live the Christian life at a whole new level? That's this year. 96% of it is still in front of us. Let's learn today. Let's start learning right now. So inside, if you open up your outline, I want to give us seven resolutions for you to consider. And they all have to do with having a good brain, and I'm going to use it. Seven resolutions. Well, do I have to do all seven? Well, no. I mean, but these, they're all related, you'll see. But the more of them I do, the better off my year will be, the less regret I'm going to have. Let's jump right in. Number one, resolved, this year I will pray for wisdom and understanding. I will pray for wisdom and understanding. Now look, if God wants us to be wise and he wants us to listen to our parents, he wants parents to teach their children, Jesus said, hey, come and learn from me, and intelligent people are always seeking wisdom, then it would make sense to start with God. If you have never uh, prayed to God for wisdom, today's a great day to start. In fact, the resolution would be, this year I'll pray every day is what should be in there for wisdom and understanding. What What if we started our day that way? Lord, I don't know what's in front of me today, but Lord, I want you to give me wisdom and understanding. If there's an important lesson for me to learn, I want to learn it. Teach me. Proverbs 2. Cry out for insight. Ask for understanding. Search for them as you would for silver. Seek them like hidden treasures. Then you'll understand what it means to fear the Lord. And you'll gain knowledge of God. For the Lord grants wisdom. You can underline that. The Lord grants wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He grants a treasure of common sense to the honest. Then you'll understand what's right and just and fair, and you'll find the right way to go. For wisdom will enter your heart, and knowledge will fill you with joy. Wise choices will watch over you. Understanding will keep you safe. Wow. I mean, what if at the end of this year I had common sense at a new level? I had wisdom at a new level. I knew the right way to go. I didn't a year ago at this time, but now I do. Thank you, Lord. And what if I cried out for that? Lord, I don't want to waste a day. I want to make the most of my learning opportunities this year. Note, it's useless to ask God for more wisdom if you won't act on the wisdom you already have. Where do I get that idea? James 1, if you need wisdom, ask our generous God. It's saying the same thing that Proverbs 2 says, but James is saying this. Ask him... But if you, and he'll give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. But when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Do not waver, for a person with divided loyalty is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that's blown and tossed by the wind. Such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Now look, when my kids were little and they had food on their plate and they hadn't even eaten the food on their plate and they said, I want more, it's like, well, eat what's on your plate first. Every parent knows that. Why am I going to load you up with more than you can handle? Well, the Lord knows that. And what he wants us to do, he'll give us wisdom this year. He'll give us insight. He just wants us to put it into practice. Remember one of those regrets would be not using what we've learned? Well, the Lord knows that. So this year, I want to pray for wisdom. And this is the prayer. Lord, today, I pray that you will give me wisdom. Help me see it. Help me learn the things I need to learn. Amen. 
In fact, what I'd like to do is stop right now and have that exact prayer so all of us have prayed it together today. Would you pray it with me, please? Lord, I just come before you, and on behalf of all of us, Lord, I ask that this year you will give us wisdom and understanding, and today you will teach us something. You gave us good brains, Lord, and we want to use them. In the name of Christ we pray, amen. Well, John, that was pretty short. Does that count? Yep, it counts, okay? It counts. Jesus said, hey, when you pray, go shut the door. Tell God what you need. He knows what you need. He knows you don't know everything. Just ask him. Resolution number two. Please consider this one as well. This year, I will learn from God's word. You could also put in there the Bible. That's what we're talking about. The Bible. All scripture is inspired by God, and it's useful to teach us. Listen to this. Useful to teach us what's true and make us realize what's wrong in our lives. So the whole purpose for the Bible, the reason we have the Bible, is so we can learn from God himself, his wisdom. I mean, think about this. This is why we're reading these scriptures right now, so that you and I can learn. And we can behave the way God wants us to behave. We can think the way God wants us to think and have his priorities and understand how we should live. It corrects us when we're wrong. It teaches us to do what's right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. So if I want to learn this year, the best place I can start is here. There are a lot of good books you can read, but there's no book better than the Bible. There's no book better than the Bible. Note, learning God's word takes time. You could circle the word time. Joshua, when he took over Moses, Moses had been the original leader when the children of Israel had come out of slavery got to the edge of the promised land. Moses died. Joshua took over and he was scared. And God told him, be strong and courageous and make sure you reflect on the scriptures that had been written down. Moses had written the first five books of the Bible already before he died. And here's what uh, the Lord told Joshua. Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night so you'll be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. If you and I want to have wisdom, if you and I want to know what to do, we can pray to God for direction and he'll give us wisdom. But one of the things he's already put in our hands is God's word. Now look, in the margin, I want you to write Bible.com. Bible.com. If you go to Bible.com, you'll be directed to a wonderful website where there are dozens of translations of the Bible online, available for free. There are dozens and dozens of reading plans, reading plans for men, reading plans for women, reading plans for teenagers, reading plans about worry, reading plans about stress, reading plans about leadership, reading plans about everything. And all you do is click on it, and it'll tell you what to read. It'll have a devotional that day, and it'll even keep track of your progress as you go through the reading plan. I mean, it's never been easier to read the Bible than right now. I spent time last year with multiple people, helping them get set up. They'd get through the middle of the year, and they hadn't even started reading the Bible, and they were just struggling with direction in their life. I go, can you just start? Well, I don't know how to use it. Well, let's set it up on your phone. And you could see with my microphone, I'm not technologically a guru or anything, but anybody can set this up. And they started reading their Bible. A couple of people I talked to, they said, well, I don't even read so well. And I showed them to hit the button where it read it out loud to you. I went, okay, I... I really don't have an excuse. I go, no, you don't. Hey, if I'm going to read the Bible this year, let's get going. But it's going to take time. Oh, by the way, learning anything takes time. 
What if you met a friend who said, hey, I'm going to learn French this year. Well, how are you going to do it? Well, I'm going to go to a French class on Easter and on Mother's Day and one other time during the year. Oh, and at Christmas too, and I'll learn French. I'll be fluent. You go, yeah, you have no clue how to learn French. It's going to take a lot more time than four times a year. Oh, but I'm going to learn all about God's will for me if I go on Easter and on Mother's Day and one other time and plus Christmas. I'll learn everything I need to know about God. No, you won't. No, you won't. No, you won't. If you and I are going to be serious about God's word this, this year, we're going to have to study it on our own, and it's going to take time. And it's going to mean that it has to become a priority. But I will tell you this. Every minute you spend in God's word, he will bless you for it. And he will sharpen you. And at the end of the year, you will not regret the time you spent in his word. You will never regret that. You and I may regret other things, but we won't regret the time spent in God's word. A third resolution. This year, I will learn from God's people. I'm going to pray. I'm going to learn from God's word. I'm going to learn from God's people. Let the message about Christ, so if I'm reading the Bible and you're reading the Bible, we can get together. Let the message about Christ and all its richness fill your lives. Teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom he gives. I hope you'll come on Sunday mornings so we can do these type of things. I'm, this is teaching right here, but then we have small groups that meet all throughout the week. We call them connect groups where we can teach and counsel each other. Here's what's so great. There are parts of the Bible I don't understand. There are parts of the Bible you don't understand. But when we get together, we can compare ideas, and between us, we can figure out a lot. I mean, it's amazing. We don't have to go through this alone. I don't know how to apply something. Well, can I tell you how I applied it? Oh, yeah, that's really helpful. Teach and counsel each other. If you haven't signed up for a connect group yet, we're forming them now. Please get in one. Change your life. It'll change your life. Because all of a sudden now, I'm praying for wisdom, I'm reading God's word, and now I'm getting counsel from other people because they're on the journey too. And if this year I want to learn, we can understand how all three of them work together. I'm going to learn a ton. And at the end of the year, I'm going to be a better person. Note, meeting regularly with other believers takes intentionality did in the Bible times too, Hebrews 10, 25, and let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now the day of his return is drawing near. Yeah, I visited a small group once, didn't really feel like I bonded with people. You expected to bond with people in one meeting? Is that realistic in anything? Can you imagine you went to a neighborhood association meeting one time? Yeah, I don't really get along with my neighbors. I went to one of those meetings. You expected to get your know, know all of your neighbors in one meeting? Is that realistic? No. It's not realistic to get to know other Christians on a deep level. Unless I commit to something and make it a priority and I go, hey, I'm going to invest in this because I want to learn. There's no way I'm going to learn everything on my own. Why wouldn't I hang around other Christians who could help me understand things and whom I could help? Well, of course. If I want to learn, I'm going to have to be intentional. I'm going to have to make time. And if I pray and I seek God's word and then I get together with others who are doing the same, wow, my life can change. A fourth resolution. 
This year, I will learn from past sins and mistakes. I'm not going to keep repeating them. Uh, Daniel 4, we're going to read a passage from this, a few verses from this, or one verse from this. He has just met with King Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon. And Nebuchadnezzar had had a horrible dream and asked Daniel to interpret it. And when Daniel did, Daniel realized it was a dream about God's judgment because Nebuchadnezzar had been so wicked. And so here's what he told Nebuchadnezzar after he interpreted the dream. King Nebuchadnezzar, please accept my advice. Stop sinning and do what's right. Break from your wicked past and be merciful to the poor. Perhaps then you will continue to prosper. I mean, stop sinning. Look, 96% of this year is left. If the last few years I've had my spouse or I've had friends come to me and say, hey, this isn't good, John. This needs to stop. Hey, you need to change something in your life. And I know I need to change it because it's not right, but I'm not willing to break with it yet. When am I going to start? When am I going to deal with that habit? When am I going to deal with that hurtful emotion? When am I going to say, hey, God, I need wisdom. When am I going to go to God's word and say, what does God's word say about this? When am I going to seek help from God's people? And when am I going to deal with it? Why not this year? Imagine if this year I could gain control of my tongue. Imagine if this year I could gain control of my temper. Imagine if this year I could become a good steward of my money and I don't worry about finances all the time. This year. And even if I didn't get to exactly where I wanted to be, but I made real progress, why wouldn't I want to make progress? Why wouldn't I want to learn? Learn how to be a good husband. Learn how to be a good student. Learn how to lead. I mean, sometimes when I meet with couples, it comes out where the wife will tell me something that her husband does that annoys her all the time, just bugs the stew out of me. And I'll tell her, ask the husband, do you know that bugs her? He goes, yeah, it just drives her crazy. You know what I advise that husband? Stop doing that. Stop doing that. Why wouldn't that be good marriage counsel? Well, it is. Oh, you mean I'm going to have to learn a new behavior? Yes, you have a better marriage? Yes, that would be a good use of your time. Hmm. Well, when do you think I should start? Immediately. No, I'd like another year of bad marriage. What? I mean, nobody thinks like that, right? Well, why would we want to go on with things we know are wrong in our lives and say, but I'm not going to learn this year? As a dog returns to its vomit, so a fool repeats his foolishness. Well, John, that's graphic. It's in the Bible. I didn't write it, okay? You know how God looks at it if we keep going back? Won't learn, won't surrender, won't start. It's like a dog going back to his vomit. That's gross. Yep. That's what God thinks about it when we do it. That's gross. Don't do that. Here's a note. Pride always keeps us from repentance. In his pride, the wicked does not seek him. All his thoughts, in all his thoughts, there's no room for God. Prideful people don't need God. I don't need to change. They need to change. I don't need to change. I don't care what you say. I don't care what the Bible says. It's the way I am. Okay. So you're going to refuse to learn. Yeah. 
Intelligent people are always ready to learn. Their ears are always open for knowledge. That's not very intelligent. So will I pray? Will I read God's word? Will I seek the help of God's people? Especially when I'm dealing with a past sinner mistake so I don't have to repeat it again. There's one thing worse than going through the pain of a bad mistake or a stupid decision, and that's making it again. Let's learn. Resolution number five, resolve. This year, I will have a better attitude when going through trials and difficulties. I'll have a better attitude. Why is that in a list of resolutions with learning? Because some of the things we're going to learn this year are character development issues. Like, for instance, if I wanted to learn patience, well, then God's going to put me through something where I'm going to have to wait. I mean, you don't learn patience except by waiting, right? Well, I'm going to have to learn endurance. Well, that means you're going to go through hard things for a long time. And if you're going to pray to God for wisdom and understanding, if you pray for humility, oh, heaven help you, okay? You'll get it. Do you know what humility feels like? It feels like humiliation. That's what it feels like. If I'm going to learn humility, it means there's nothing that's going to stroke my ego at all. It's going to be something like um, I do a good job and nobody even tells me I do a good job. Am I willing to do that? Or do I need recognition? And if I do, why do I need it so much? I thought I was praying for humility. Hmm. I want to learn kindness. Lord, give me kindness. But why have you put me around so many rude people? <laughs> Consider pure joy, my brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. Perseverance must finish its work, so you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. That's James. Here's Paul. Romans 5. We can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they'll help us develop endurance, and endurance develops strength of character, and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. I don't know what 2017 is going to bring us, but some of us, probably all of us, will go through a season where we're going to have to do some, go through some painful stretches. And the big thing we've got to do there, if God's teaching us character, well, you're going to learn it. The only thing is, am I going to learn it with a joyful attitude? Am I going to have a positive attitude, or am I going to walk around and go, I'm just rejoicing that God is teaching me so much? No, you're not. No, I'm not. What if we prayed for that this year? Lord, when I'm going through a hard time, will you give me a better attitude? I wish I could tell you I've always had a good attitude when God's teaching me stuff, even when I'm aware he's teaching me stuff. Pity parties are awful easy to throw, but nobody wants an invitation. All right, resolution number six. This year, I will invest in someone else. Hey, you want to learn something? Pass it on. How many of you have discovered it? If you, if you really want to know something, make sure you can teach it to somebody else. Has anybody else discovered that besides me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Paul told Timothy, hey, you've heard me teach these things. have been confirmed by many reliable witnesses. Now teach these truths to other trustworthy people who will be able to pass them on to others. Now, I'm going to go through this point pretty fast because we're going to unpack this point into a whole lesson next week, how to invest in others. This is something we want to do in everything we do here at Centerpoint, so you don't want to miss next week about investing in others. There's some good stuff about investing in others. But the other part of this is 2 Corinthians 1.4 
God comforts us in all of our troubles so we can comfort others. When others are troubled, we'll be able to give them the same comfort God has given us. So if I don't want regrets this next year, hey, look, even if I went through a hard time in 2016 where God had to really work on my attitude and my character, what if I prayed and said, God, you took me through all that stuff last year where I was just hammered into me about kindness or about patience or other things. Could you give someone else that I could encourage along the way when they're going through the hard time? Because I sure wish I would have had somebody come alongside me last year. Now I get to be that somebody. I mean, think if we prayed that way. We can pray that way. 96% of the years left. What if you or I can invest in someone this year and teach them the very same things we learned and you say, God, you brought this person in my life and it sounds to me like they're going through the same things I went through last year or two years ago. Lord, would you show me how to encourage them and pass on the lessons I learned? Because every time you pass on a lesson, it'll reinforce it in, in yourself. And at the end of the year, I'm a better teacher, I'm a better leader, and I help someone else. How am I regretting that? I'm not. And neither will you. This is good stuff. One last resolution. Resolved. This year, with God's help, I will do hard things. I just didn't know how else to write this. But if God's going to teach me something through his word, remember we read, James said, hey, don't ask for wisdom if you're not going to apply it. Well, God's going to teach us some hard things. Maybe I have to make an apology. Maybe I need to go on a mission trip and step out on faith. Maybe I need to go and build some new relationships. Maybe I need to invest in someone who's grieving and, and teach them what I taught, learned about grieving. It's going to take a risk. It's going to be a hard thing. Well, Jesus told his disciples after he taught them everything he taught them, he said, now that you know these things, you'll be blessed if you do them. Could we read that out loud together, please? Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. I want to do them. I want to learn. And so do you. But this year, it's going to take some commitment. It's going to take some intentionality. I'm going to need to pray. I'm going to need to spend time in God's word by myself. I'm going to need to get around God's people to help me when I get stuck and to help me understand the things I don't understand. I'm going to need to learn from past sins. And if I don't know how to get rid of past sins or deal with them, then I pray, get God's word, and get help from God's people. I'm going to pray for a better attitude this year. I'm going to go through hard times so I won't be just moping around. I'm going to pray for somebody else I can invest in. And I'm going to do it if the Lord gives me strength. I'm not waiting. There's some things I should have done last year and I regret I didn't. Not this year. Not this year. Because I learned. Would you pray with me, please? Lord, I just pray that you would light a fire in us this year, that we would not accept mediocrity, that we would not accept laziness in our lives, that we would not accept stubbornness or stupidity. And Father, we are stubborn and lazy and stupid if we refuse to learn. And none of us want to be that way. We don't have to be that way. We can learn. You want us to learn. But God, we've got to set aside time to read your word. We've got to set aside time to be with your people. We've got to set aside time and make it a commitment. I pray that we will. I want us to have the best year ever. 
Lord, you gave us good brains and you expect us to use them. This year, I pray that you will. I pray that we will. Guide us to people we can pour into and give us the courage to do hard things once we know the right thing to do. We pray these things in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.